You're listening to Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Final day of Feb. Combine getting underway in Indianapolis. And Courtney Cronin all over the Bears in the NFL for us, for ESPN.com. She'll join us in 35. We got tons of Ryan Poles sound to play. We have a new Mel Kuyper mock draft that has the Bears moving back twice and still getting the player that many believe they want. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. That's the guy. Many people believe that's the player he the Bears want. destined for Chicago. I'm feeling it. Feels that way, but you never know with the draft. You never know, York. Right. It could get weird. Nobody ever predicts the first round correctly. Uh, ever. Never. I mean, if they get like six out of... 32 picks. 31 this year, Carmen, thanks to Miami. I don't know if you'll get six out of the... You, you, you get, six you, out of 31 is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, and even, and even that seems way highly too unlikely. high. Highly, highly unlikely. unlikely. You, know? you might have the guys that get you, picked, usually by the have everything. Usually by the fourth pick, the, it's all shot to hell, right, York? You know? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's it. It, it takes, it's taken a dramatic turn. How many times have we seen it? So uh, we've got a lot to cover and get after today. There's some baseball news. It's not good news on the north side. Oblique injuries are never good, especially when they happen yeah. early because the damn things just tend to linger. Seiya Suzuki has and a rather serious oblique strain that's going to shut him down for a while. Didn't he come in a little thicker, too? He like did. Like he had been in the weight room? He did. Right? So he comes in a little bit thicker, and now we got an oblique strain. Having an ab- abdominal slash oblique strain is never a good thing for a baseball player. That's doing a lot of twisting. Never. No golfer twisting. No good. Never. Any type of core activity is no good. So, yeah, it's not going to be good. You know, you think a month. You think a month and a half, six weeks. That's what you think. Might be longer. Jesse will join us at 135 oh, with an update. I hate it when Jesse the, joins the, us with injury news. The pro- well, How about good news? You know, next thing you know, he's going to be telling me about the blonde-haired kid on the south side with an elbow problem. Don't say that. What? Bite your tongue. What, what? blonde-haired kid? What? I just said blonde-haired kid. Of whom do you speak? I didn't, be, I didn't get specific. Did I? You didn't hear me say southpaw, did you? You didn't so hear me far. say righty. You didn't hear me say anything. In the first two minutes of the show, I think you've dropped a thickerer in a... What was that word you just heard? You, you said thickerer, and you just drafted a, 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 another word that I'm not sure what it was. A little thickerer. It's a little thickerer. I said blonde-haired kid. No, yeah, but you, you threw another one. Youngster. In so sure All not. right. Well, I apologize. Jesse will join us with some baseball news yet, and it's not good on, say, uh, uh, those 10. Like Yurko said, those those core injuries, like yeah. the, the adductors, the groins, all the, that type of stuff. The, the obliques. They, the, the, the problem the is they recur all year. Right. It sucks. You get a high ass injury, you know? It sucks. Like in a piriformis or a gluteal, you know? Oh, That's right. no good. Yeah. Can't have it. So, do you want to hear some Ryan Pulse sound? Is oh. the GM at the media? Earlier today? He's in Indianapolis, right? We've established He's in this. Indy. He is in Indianapolis, where the NFL has descended upon the city and the hospitals yes. to go ahead and get all these players checked out. They're all going to uh, St. Elmo's for dinner. Boy, J.D. used to love this, man. He oh, And yeah. J.D. Boy. would organize Prisoner, the trip. He'd have it for he, all the media types. J.D. had the trip organized for all the media that where they were going to dinner, the prisoner would be on the table. He loved this. Can't help but think about J.D. when the Indi- uh, when the combine rolls around in Indy. And they'll all be descending upon 
downtown Indianapolis and St. Elmo's. What's the other one that's next door? A Harry and, uh, there's a 38 Prime down there. 38 I mean, there's, Prime. There's Harry and Izzy's. Is that it? Yeah. What's the other one next door to yeah, St. Elmo's? It's Harry's. I think it's Harry and, and Israel Adonijah's yes, got a piece I, of that I, one. I think yes. he does. Yeah. And Ozzy Gian's cousin, <laughs> Izzy. Izzy Gian. <laughs> Don't you remember the lost uh, Gian son, Izzy? Yeah, yeah. I know Ozzy Jr. I know Oni. Yeah. I know Ozzy. He's the one they forgot at the pool Izzy, at the Grand Canyon. Was, they forgot him yeah, at the Grand they Canyon. Left him there on accident. Hey, look, Grand Canyon. That's Ozzy Jr.'s brother. Yeah. Uh, Cap and Hoodie are on their way. Yeah, they're on the way down south. They're going to broadcast live tomorrow. They start at 5 a.m. tomorrow, folks. Their Brian Pauls will be on with them at 7.30. They've been on the road for about two hours. They're probably in Rennesalier, Indiana right now. Rennes- what do you think? Rennesalier. Rennesalier, mile marker 202. That sounds right. Isn't that yeah. right about when they get to the windmill farm here? You're, that's exactly when you're going to start to see the windmills. You get about 16 miles of windmills. You want to see helicopters? I'll show you helicopters. Then you cross the mighty Wabash at about right. mile marker 177, kid. If they're listening and they're on the road, we should uh, get a Get a update. report. Yeah. And uh, do they have Boy, big they dinner plans? They sounded like they were going to kill each other this morning. Well, Did you hear that? There yes. was some real angst in the air. It's not the kid. only time it sounded yeah, like Yeah, wow. Chris is dying to jump in right now. Oh, no, I, I was listening at the end of the show. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. right. Yeah. They, they have the long drive to Indy. Oh, they have to boy. spend uh, the entire yeah. day together. Oh, uh, is going to bring his iPad to dinner tonight oh, because that's normal. Obnoxious. Uh, and, and then so they're, obnoxious. They're going to have the show tomorrow, a longer show. <laughs> it's going to be a big thing. Are we talking about Temple Run or Candy Crush? What Who are we playing? brings the iPad to dinner? No, but that's children's game. Temple Run or Candy Crush? What game are you playing? I on, like on your candy, iPad? I like Candy Crush better than Temple Run. But maybe that's me personally. Maybe uh, the drive goes better if you you're watching like some replays Ozarks oh, or something like that. You, listen, you don't have to bring your iPad to watch the Bulls game from dinner while you're covering the NFL scouting combine. A Bulls game against the Raptors. Yeah. By the way, on five, Feb twenty eight. Five point dogs tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Come on. Oh, well, but the Bulls have to catch the Raptors in the standings. Please. Bulls don't have to do anything. Uh, come on. Well, my point is I hope they get down there in one piece. I do, too. I did That's hear it, though, Yerk. They, they seemed like uh, they were starting the day off on yeah. on rocky terms. It, it, it's a long day together. A long day I, and I a long day tomorrow. What, uh, what Cap said, where like he's going to stop and need to get gas at like Rensselaer. I make this drive all the time because yeah. my in-laws live in Indianapolis. Right, right. And uh, let's say if Shea goes to the bathroom that uh, Cap might, you know, yeah. peels leave him, out. Leave him in the dust. I'd, I'd be just honest, leave him there. It'd be a miracle if they made Lebanon. <laughs> mile, mile marker one forty, don't you think? Yeah, Lebanon, I agree. Lebanon isn't there I where agree. you think things would go awry? Maybe down yeah. in Lebanon, one forty. They got a steak. She's going to have to right Uber there. down there. Hey, they got a steak Shea's and shake right there, stopping Uber. for a little lunch. Yeah, I've Ubered yep. from Yurko's house to back to the radio station before. Uh, I, I've had I've Ubered from Yurko's house to my house. I've had to do that. That's about what forty bucks. No, it was a little bit more. I took a cab from O'Hare one time back to the house. Back I didn't want to bother nobody. But that my should flights, be a flat rate. My flights were all discombobulated. Nice, $80. But that should be this flat, This is back though, when right? life was uh, less expensive, too, in, uh, in the aughts. Like 07, 08. Yeah. I, 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 I took one back there. It's about 80 bucks, $20 tips. I appreciate it. Yeah, maybe here's a, a C-note. Maybe you pick up a fare in Hammond, Indiana. You never know. Go by the Baptist Church. You'll never know what you're going to find there. Really? Yeah. Hammond, hmm. yeah, Indiana, big big Baptist church big there. I'm Baptist glad I stopped myself. Church. Yeah, big one, huge. Big. Uh, let's play some Ryan Pohl sound. And if anyone would like to react to the things that we play today from polls, the things that we discuss, if you want to talk Bears, what they should do in the draft, um, it's we got two more months of it, folks. 
And it's the most important offseason well, in their history. It's, it's two more months, but it's going to be a flurry of activity for seven days. A little bit of a lull period. Second-tier free agents end up signing a little bit with a little March Madness in the kickoff of Major League Baseball. Right? And people got, got a little bit of a hangover on the baseball about the second week of April. This just takes us right into the draft. I mean, I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm giving you the next two months right there. This is the most important stuff, though. Bang, zoom! How the Bears handle it. it. Oh, Shay's Shay's on the line. Hold on. Uh, oh. Hold on. Let's see. Shay is. Uh, where are you guys in Rensselaer? Are you at the windmill farm? Uh, we're at mile marker 160. We're closing on Frankfurt. We're making great time. Yeah, making real good flying. time. Good. Just passed Perdon, didn't you? Yeah, we are hashtag surviving the drive. Has uh, Cap wanted to kick you out of the car yet? Uh, no, he's just been telling stories the whole time. Oh, I haven't gotten okay. a word in. Who Who's driving? Cap. Cap is driving. Okay. Yeah, if he, if he tells you to slow down and peek your head out the window at the pie stand you just passed, don't do yeah. it because he might be getting ready to, right. to throw you out of the car. Where's Hoodrow at? Where's Hoodrow at? Hood's driving separate. He's making well, his own time. I don't blame him. Well, he's got the Lamborghini out. Huh? So you're in the car yeah, with Cap right. all the way to Indy, just Frankfurt you and Cap? Frankfurt and Attica. Attica. Frankfurt and Attica, Yurko. You hear that? I heard it. That's is it, the exit. Is, I got you. Is it just the two of you in the car the whole trip? It's just the two of us the whole trip. Wow! How'd you get the How'd you get the short straw, dude? I don't know. We drew this morning and I got stuck. Have you heard the Dirk Nowitzki story yet? Well, no, I got stuck. Oh, here we go. Yeah, he got the short straw. Where's dinner tonight? St. Elmo's. It is at St. Elmo's. Okay. Is yeah. Cap really going to bring his iPad? Cap, are you really going to bring your iPad to dinner? Yes. Tell him that's a he almost swore. We got to be careful. Tell him that's a douche move. It is a douche move. I said that on is. the air. I know, and of course, and you're right. Of we course might have to is. have an impromptu. Who's the douche? Who's the douche? Well, douche? Shay, what you have to do, Here, Shay, get, is you have to call. He's going to get mad at me. I texted Chris and Adam, and I said he thinks this generation soft, and here he's a tablet baby. I mean, really? You have to. Who's the douche? You have to call the Mater D ahead of time and say you have to get them to come to the table and, and say, sir, it, if you're it. going to watch your iPad, you have to leave. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should, I'll do that when we get to the hotel. I get some alone time. Uh, that's go. what I would do. Yes, uh, absolutely. All right, and then what? You guys are turning around after the show and driving right back tomorrow? Yeah, that's right. Well, we want to stop and check some things out. Oh, I'm going to get Cap to take a pretty good photo for uh, social media, okay. and then we'll head back. you got a lot of Cap time in the are next Are you guys going to the – what's that big stick in We're the We're getting all of it out. There? We're getting all of our ranks out. An obelisk? What an obelisk? Yeah, yeah. they got to stop by and take a picture by the obelisk down there. Where do you want him to take a picture? Hello, Shay. Where do I want him to take yeah, a picture? You just said I thought you're no. I wanted what he has to do is we got to get some binoculars. We're going to put him in the stands in Lucas Oil oh. and make him take the Belichick photo. That's a good idea. That's, a, that's not a bad idea. I like that. Yeah, that's good. The recreated. I like that. All right, drive safe. Be good luck to you. Honestly. We're, we're doing our best. Thanks, good, Carm. Good luck to you, buddy. See ya. I mean, Shay's got to drive. He's got to spend the next 24 hours with Cap. That's hard to do. Well, I mean. Shay, let me tell you about the time I found Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> How about the time Kevin Garnett held my son? Who's the douche? You can't bring your iPad to dinner. Come That's on. true. You can't bring your yeah, iPad to dinner. Come on. Take what? one night off of watching the damn yeah. game. Well, but, Sharks but, don't stop, man. Is that really what he thinks he's got to because he's got to watch the Bulls game? Never stop, never stopping. That's right. Never stop. Who's the douche? Never stop popping. I mean, really, like, like, 
He's gonna. You know how? First of all, you know how crowded St. Elmo's is gonna, gonna be, be tonight. Oh, it's gonna be like, It's gonna be like the backs of chairs are gonna be hitting up against each other because they're gonna be cramming so many tables because so many writers and scouts it's and everyone is gonna be the, there the day, tonight. The day we were there, we had three coaches to our left. Oh, yeah. We had Aikman to our right. Adam it, Sandler. To our stop, left. Sandler and Patrick. No, they walked through because they were going upstairs. Oh yeah, or they were just finishing. Yeah. I think they were finishing. No, up. no, they just got there and oh, they, they paraded did? them through the back and they went upstairs because they had a private table. Okay, maybe that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, it's like a who's who when uh, these people, you know, when the NFL goes to Indy, everybody's going to be there. Some guy is going to be sitting at a table watching the Bulls play the Raptors. And no. the best part is, did you hear the hit with Albert Breer today? They invited him to dinner. Yeah. Could you imagine Breer sitting there? Yeah. No conversation <laughs> taking place. All these people are coming up and like, you know, yeah. he's got the all the people from the network coming and saying hi to him and everything like that. And he's sitting there with cap and hood and shape watching the Bulls game. Yeah. Gotta watch the bull dedicated. I can't wait to see video of this. I know Cher Hoodie will take some video if Cap really brings his iPad to the dinner table tonight. I mean, that's ludicrous. Release it I'm going to bring my iPad uh, to, to the table at home, let alone uh, at St. Elmo's. Give me a little know? more sound. Give me that sound again. Oh, my God. I want to hear it. Yeah, that, that's douchey. You can't yeah. do that. Come on. When we Who's come back, the douche? Yeah, that's there an easy one. Yeah, that's... I'd be 100% one way, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody says that's a good idea. Yeah. Who in their right mind would back that up and say that's a good that's idea? That's a question that doesn't need to be asked. It's just been answered. Uh, it's okay to watch. It's not the finals. If it were the Eastern Conference finals, right. I'd be like, listen, yeah. you guys want to watch the be game. game one. That'll be no. funny. You put the, 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 the iPad on the table. Everybody watches. A Feb 28 game in Toronto? Nobody cares. For a team that's, what, five games below 500? Come on. That doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. When we come back, we'll play some Ryan Pulse on, right? He talked about a lot of things, including the timeline on when a potential trade of the first overall pick could happen. His thoughts, his answer may surprise you. It surprised me a little. 312-332-3776. If you want to ring us up, can you imagine bringing your iPad out to a fancy dinner for a basketball game in February? It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Courtney Cronin joins us in about 20 minutes. A little less than that, actually. Live at Indy. Uh, the entire NFL, all the bigwigs, all the heavy hitters, all those that cover the league, descending upon the tiny hamlet of Indianapolis, Indiana. My guy's down there. Frisco? No, Brian Harlan. Oh, Brian Harlan. He's down there. He's That's got Harbaugh. He's got a number of other uh, assistant coordinators. They're all That's there. A, they're all down there. So he's having meetings with his guys. You know, Cap and Hoodie will be there live tomorrow morning starting at 5. Black and Abdallah tomorrow, 9 to 11. We're going to be on for three hours tomorrow, 11 until 2. Then Waddle and Sylvie. Then Tyler and Meller. So uh, what a day tomorrow is going to be. 5 a.m. all the way until 8 p.m. Live local programming all over the Bears, the NFL. You know what's happening tomorrow, too. We talked about it in November, and we can now officially start talking about it again. Manana. Here's Ryan Poles uh, just a few hours ago talking about the offseason, all the work that's already put in, and a lot that still has to happen, including the work this week at the Combine in Indy. A lot of time's been put in in terms of preparation to get ready for this offseason. You know, I think we can really build on what we started and move the needle and get our roster to a place that we can start winning uh, football games. Um, the draft really interesting setup uh, a ton of flexibility to you know take the best player at one or move 
um, and continue to add draft capital and get better, which is exciting. And then for free agency, you know, the opportunity to have a little bit more ammunition than what we had uh, last year allows us to bring in the right type of uh, players that kind of fit what we're looking for and fit our culture. So, again, we can keep uh, moving the needle and, and winning more football games. They're not moving on up to the east side in the deluxe apartment in the sky. They're moving back, Yurko. That's where they're going. He's going to move back. We know it. We're going back. Uh, here's Poles talking again about Fields. You know, he sort of hinted at this at his season-ending press conference, but he'd have to be blown away. And he reiterated that today if they were going to trade Justin Fields. No, nothing's changed there. I saw, you know, the, the deal from yesterday in terms of leaning one way or the other. You know, I think that's always been the case. We've always leaned that way because Justin did some really – good things. I'm excited about where his game's going to go. Um, but at the same time, when you sit in our situation at one overall, you have to do your due diligence. You have to investigate everything. you got to spend time with those guys just to make sure we're making the right decision. Um, what's important to me, and I think everyone knows me by now and how uh, I want to treat our players, we'll be in communication with Justin along the way just to make sure that you know he knows what we're doing. And nothing's a surprise to him. All right, do their due diligence. That is for sure. Uh, what about the timeline of all this? We speculated yesterday if they're going to move back, maybe once, maybe twice, probably something that's going to happen close to the actual draft coming up at the end of April in Kansas City. We'll be there live. But polls sort of hinted at the possibility that it could be much earlier. Um, there are some scenarios um, that it might benefit us to move you know, before free agency you know, opens potentially. Um, but again, when we get back with all the information that we've gathered from here, I think we'll have a better direction. That would be a little surprising to me before free agency really gets going, don't you think, Eric? Wouldn't well, that be a little if, if somebody blows your doors off? I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, you know, that'd be up to somebody calling, "Hey, this is what we'd like to do. We'd like to do it now, and this is what we'd like to do for you, and then go about the business of making it happen." The dilemma is. It's the next quarterback and the next trade you'd want to make could become a little bit more complicated. If you wanted to move down a little bit further, that's the one that would have to wait a while. And could be circumvented with somebody saying, well, we're going to take Anthony Richardson. That's who we wanted. That's where we're at. Knowing the fact that the Bears won't take it. But still wondering whether somebody's going to jump up there or not. Mel Kuyper's got the Bears in his latest mock draft. This is hot off the presses today, Yurko. Difficult situation, though. Either way. Difficult situation either way when you're going and trying to trade down yeah. and trying to maximize. maximize. The key is maximizing the return. Of course. How can they do that? Uh, this is Mel's latest mock draft. He's got to move him back twice. And he doesn't specifically say what like, they're getting in return. What they're getting in return. He kind of gives you... Um, a little bit, I guess you'd call it just sort of a, a rough outline of what it could potentially look like. A little bit of a framework. He writes, it could be similar to another deal that once involved Chicago. That was in 17 when the Bears moved up from 3-2 to two in a trade with the Niners to select Mitch Trubisky. Chicago gave up picks number 367 and 111 along the way with its 2018 third rounder. I don't think the Texans would have to give up their other first round pick, number 12, but they have an extra third rounder in this draft that could be appealing. So he talks about the Texans maybe going up that one spot, just moving up one to get the quarterback they like so nobody else does, and that's the deal they could do with the Bears. From the Bears' perspective, they're going to get several offers for the top pick, 
but they have to weigh how far down the board they're willing to drop. And this is what we talked about yesterday, York. Are they okay going all the way to seven, Raiders, or nine, Panthers? If they take an offer from Houston or Indy, they're guaranteed to get one of the top two defenders in this class, Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. So, Mel's mock has Houston going up, leaping the Bears, taking Bryce Young. Then he's got the Bears moving back again with Indy. Indy taking C.J. Stroud. Then Arizona takes Will Anderson, and the Bears take Jalen Carter, whom, if you believe some of the rumblings that are out there, that's who the Bears have already identified. Now, that could just be the Bears leaking stuff very conveniently, playing the game, the old you know, misinformation game, things like that. But he's got the Bears taking Jalen Carter. Like I wrote earlier, Chicago should be exceedingly happy in this scenario, trading down three spots and adding an elite defender and valuable picks. Carter's a franchise. I'm sorry, Carter is a fantastic player, a game record from the interior with a 310-pound frame. He is the top-ranked prospect on my board. In Chicago, he immediately upgrades a porous defense that ranked last year. But he's not enough. Sacks. Well, no. No, I'm just saying he's not enough. Just getting one dominant three techniques not enough. You oh, need more. Yeah, I know. I know. That defense needs that defensive line specifically needs more help. You need two pass rushers here. Well, you need him at the three technique, and then another edge. Then you need an edge rusher. You need somebody to come off the corner and cause gas. Deron Payne has been franchised as we suspected Washington by Washington Commanders. And George Patton, the GM of the Broncos, recently came out and said that talks are progressing nicely for what that's worth. With Draymond Jones. So it looks like Draymond Jones might not hit the market either. Another one of the Bears options that could be staying put in Denver. Patrick's in Downers Grove with Carmen and your What's up, Patrick? Hey, boys. How you doing? Good, man. What's up? Uh, yeah, I, I got a call. I got two things. One, Bears. And also, is, is Cap like a six-year-old boy? Yes. Like, why is he bringing a, a iPad? Just check the score on your phone and respect the people you're with. He's playing Roblox on uh, his app on yeah. Twin. Uh, oh, it's yeah. not even. Oh man, yeah, that's to, even worse. Yeah, exactly. He's like a child. Uh, really, he's got to bring up. He's got to bring a tablet to dinner. <laughs> I mean, that's I know a, my kids bring. My tablets nephew to does dinner. that. My nephew does that. I mean, I'll just we, say that we tell our kids you can't do that anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, like you know, you're like, no, you don't need a tablet at dinner. You're not two. Uh, yes. Well, I'm the uncle. I'm supposed to be a little cooler than my oh, yeah. Uh But, yeah, also the Bears, I'd love trading back twice and uh, grabbing either Carter or uh, Will Anderson Jr. Uh, do you think we could trade back into the first round with the draft capital and grab uh, – Justin's buddy from Ohio State. I'm forgetting his name right now. The wide receiver. Smith and Jigba? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have uh, to really, that. I mean, you've really given up a lot of your capital, though, if you're going to do that, Patrick. I mean, he's going to be gone in, what, the first 15 picks? So Yeah, I, there's I, no jumping back in, yeah. depending on how far they go down at four. If you can get somebody at, like, 29, that's when you jump back in. Not all the way to where he's going to go, yeah. Patrick. I don't, I don't see that happening. I think they value the capital too much. They know they've got a lot of work to do. I think he wants as many picks these next couple years as he can possibly get because he knows there's still a lot of rebuilding to do. So, no, I don't envision that. I guess anything's possible. And depending on what you collect from another team or teams, maybe you have such an unbelievable pool that you do have the, the ammo to go out and do something like that. But that I don't know. Just off the top of my head, it seems unlikely. Andre's on the west side. What's up, Andre? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good, man. How are Good. you? What's up? 
I'm doing just fine. Listen, I want to start this. Uh, hear me out. I want to start this Lamar Jackson to Chicago movement right now, man. Just hear me out with this. Okay. How about the Bears? How about the Bears? Trade Justin Fields. And I don't know if you guys agree. If Justin Fields turns out to be his career turns out to be as good as Lamar Jackson's early career is, we'll take that, I'm sure. Yeah. But how about we trade Justin Fields to Lamar Jackson, who's only 26 years old, okay, as a proven MVP. Uh, they do a sign and trade. The Bears take on Lamar Jackson in his contract. Uh, we agree to contract with Lamar Jackson trade. Justin Fields, who can run that system perfectly for John Harbaugh down there in Baltimore. Um, and we get Baltimore's number 22 pick. Uh, and we bring Lamar Jackson here. Now, the second thing we can do is take our number one pick, send it to Tennessee for Tennessee's number 11, and get and trade um, David Montgomery, and, uh, and we get uh, Derek Henry back here in Chicago. So now we got a number 11 first round. We got number 22 first round. We got Derek Henry. We got Lamar Jackson. Um, and now we can go out and find us a stud receiver, get us some offensive line help, and we're ready to go, man. I think that's. I think <laughs> that's the play. Got the whole plan. I, uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you, I need to be. The, I need to be the GM over there, man. Lamar Jackson. By the time, by the, t- by the time uh, Derek Henry, uh, the Titans get another quarterback, it uh, becomes uh, um, at least competitive. Derek Henry's going to be no more good. So well, he's, already, him, he's already. He's already. He's already. I don't want to say he's no good, but what do you want with Derek Henry? Come on, Andre. You get. Come on, Lamar Jackson's going to cost you fifty million dollars, guys, just for one year. The Bears are in the catbird seat because they got the rookie contract on the quarterback right now. And I know Lamar Jackson is a stud. You want to blow seventy five percent of your 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 room on on two players? You lost me with the Derrick Henry thing, Andre. I'm sorry. Uh, You cannot call this show and talk about uh, going out and spending money on running backs. Then he's just going to go get a receiver, (laughs) a a number one receiver. What would you want with Derrick Henry? The Titans don't want Derrick Henry. Why, why would anybody want Derrick Henry or any other running back for that matter? That, that you have to pay that's money. where he lost me. The minute I heard of running course. back, I'm like, are you kidding me? It's silliness. And uh, what does he have? Let's see. 10-5 base salary. No running backs, people. Stop talking about acquiring big-name running backs or paying running backs. No, no, and no. 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 Get it through your head. So we're going to take the two, no. three inexpensive years you have with Justin Fields. I liked everything except the... Uh, uh, and we're going to replace it with three fifty million dollars years for that, Lamar Jackson. That's the hard thing. You know, to talk about, well, just go out and trade for Lamar Jackson. He, he want, wants $150 yeah. million guaranteed. I want Maybe Justin more. Fields. That's who I want in that scenario. Justin Fields. I mean, I love Lamar. I think Lamar's a true I like sheet Lamar card, too. and I know you do. But the fact of the matter is, Lamar hasn't finished each of the last two seasons healthy, and he wants a fully guaranteed contract that's going to pay him fifty million dollars a year. I it it just doesn't seem doable considering the Bears' current state. He missed five. Do you know what I mean? Yes, he missed five games in twenty-one, five games in twenty-two. It, it's it's it, that's forty-five it's a dream, guys. Forty-five and sixteen as a starter. Well, we. I love the guy. I do. Yeah. Like I, he is a. I love Lamar. I do. But if I'm Ryan Poles and I'm looking at my future and I'm looking at my team right now, a bad football team that needs to be rebuilt, I can't pay a guaranteed contract of whatever the hell it's going to be that Lamar's looking for when I've got. Yeah, granted, a quarterback that's not nearly as good right now, but on a rookie contract, I'm not going to blow everything I've accumulated. 
on a player who hasn't finished the last two seasons that that's looking to to reset the market with a fully guaranteed deal. I don't want to play that game. I just don't. And I think Lamar Jackson's awesome. I'm not playing that game. Courtney Cronin will join us coming up next with the report live from Indy. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Nice sunny, warm day. I can't maybe... This is recency bias. I get it. But I can't remember too many Feb... Feb... Feb, Feb, February's. February 28th? Oh, I, just a whole month. I, I can't remember one where we escaped it being like, hey, that was a We had every weekend, it was like sunny and 45 or 50. I mean, this was great. I was in Effingham two Februarys ago. Yeah? Where um, we were hunting in our T-shirts. Wow. That yeah, was a little bit south. But down there, they get... They, I got you. Kinda, it's, it's a little bit south you of here. You the edge of that, that jet stream the way right. it goes, right? Yeah. Can you get yeah. much warmer weather usually yeah. but in Southern Illinois? I mean, we were dressed to the hilt. That's amazing. Expecting cold weather, and we had no cold weather whatsoever. I know it's going to be nasty Friday, it looks like, as we roll into March tomorrow. But still, this was uh, easy peasy. Let's hope... Let's hope March is that way. You got 31 days of hell. I hope so. And or, or as they used to say back in the day, uh, April uh, April is the month when the heavens bring you hell. That's right, Yurko. So April showers that. bring May flowers. Just Some remember will tell you that, yeah. Just remember that, Yurko. Tomorrow we're live and local all day. Cap and Hoodie kick things off at 5, live at the Combine in Indy. Black and Abdallah at 9. We're going to hop on at 11, so we get an extra hour tomorrow, 11 till 2, then Waddle and Sylvie, then Tyler and Meller. It's going to be fun. Courtney Cronin is in Indy for ESPN.com and for us covering the Bears and the NFL as the entire league descends upon Indianapolis. Courtney, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Courtney joins us now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Anything stand out to you from what Eberflus or Poles said uh, when they met the media and talked to you guys earlier today? Yeah, nothing really out of the ordinary from Ryan Poles. I think the reaffirming the message that he said earlier, you know, this off season that nothing has changed regarding his feelings about Justin Fields as the quarterback of this team. But they're going to do their due diligence. They're going to use this week to gather information to build their draft board, and of course that includes quarterbacks too. So I mean, he's he still believes that he has to be blown away by a prospect in order to move on from Justin Fields, which is the right answer. I think the things that stand out are the constant communication that Paul says he's been in to, you know, let Fields know what's going on and what their plans are so he's not blindsided by it. That's the right approach for a GM and building a team and building and re- retaining the trust of, you know, the locker room as well. And I thought the other thing that was interesting cuz I asked him you know, had teams been, have any teams, you know, of course, we know about the number one pick and, and the interest that is there, but have teams been calling to see if Justin Fields or mm. anybody else is available? Yeah. And he said, no, like, not right now. That's hmm. not to, that's something that has not happened yet. Um, you know, teams, again, apparently not inquiring if he's available, but it, that one surprised me a little bit just because we had heard, you know, kind of, you know, the rumor mill spinning about, well, maybe maybe the offer they can't refuse would be one for Justin Fields, but apparently yeah. none of those have come to fruition yet. I'm glad you asked that. That's interesting. I, and I, I've never covered the Combine, so we'll pick your brain on this. I mean, it, it seems to me the Combine sort of uh, is doing two things at once. Yes, it's a scouting Combine where you're getting a look 
at players. You get to talk to them. You get the measurables. You get to see certain things. Some of it probably a little overrated, but that's okay. And then it also seems like it serves sort of uh, as the GM meetings or the winter meetings do for baseball, where the foundation starts to get laid for future offseason deals. I mean, is that true? Mm-hmm. Is this where Ryan Poles will meet with other personnel people and they'll start exchanging ideas about maybe what that pick is worth if they want to trade it? Yeah, it's a really informal basis where it happens here. It can happen at, you know, East West Shrine game, like wherever everybody's together during the off season, there's going to be that conversation when front office execs, you know, GMs, assistant GMs run into each other and just kind of gauge the interest. It's not, I wrote a story about this on Monday. Like you're not seeing Ryan Poles getting wined and dined at St. Elmo's by Houston and then Indianapolis the next night. They don't have the time for that, mm. but. Between when the workouts start, they'll get a chance because every team has a suite inside Lucas Oil Stadium. A lot of the chances to run into somebody or to have an informal conversation might be when you're in there supposed to be watching the workouts, but you're not really watching the workouts because you don't have time. I mean, a lot of GMs I've talked to before have said that the workouts are like the biggest thing that they miss throughout this week because you know you have other you have your scouts in there you've got other personnel people doing kind of the the heavy scouting work there because they're on phones with agents they're on you know in person meetings with agents they're you know doing all of the getting the medical information talking with prospects there's a lot more that they have to do than you know than time allows for so that's what this week is really used for where you can lay the groundwork like if they want to move the number 1 pick which very clearly they do it starts here or really, you know, in earnest starts here because they'll start fielding offers and those, you know, informal conversations, candid conversations become, you know, real things in the matter of a couple of weeks. And I, I thought it was interesting too what Paul said today about, you know, he could see a scenario where they trade the number one pick before free agency, just yeah. based on if I think if you get a player in the exchange for that. Yeah. So of course my, my mind goes to Carolina and what they might be willing to offer to move from nine to one, and if that would include a player in there as well. Brian Burns? Yeah, I mean, that's where my head went. Uh, I would do that. Brian Burns or maybe a DJ Moore. I'm doing that. But it's, I think, more likely than not, you'll see this if, you know, if they can successfully do it, they would end up moving it after the first wave of free agency. Interesting. So do they plan on making a big splash at midnight on the first day of free agency, (laughs) or are they... uh, uh, they just going to play close to the vest here. You know, I mean, they've got so many needs, and and that's the one thing that we need to like make sure we're you know hammering home. Like, just because they have a hundred million dollars in cap space doesn't mean they're they're going to spend all of that. I don't know if there'd be you know a realistic way to do that, but they can get close. And there's you know I think that today was a an eye opener for what they're kind of like guiding their draft philosophy potentially and what they can do in free agency when we saw. Deron Payne get franchise tagged like I wouldn't be surprised I mean it's it's hard for these three techniques these disruptive under tackles to hit free agency it typically doesn't happen so if you can't get that guy in free agency and make a big splash during the first wave that's probably Jalen Carter for you in the draft but it's um you know I I think you go back to what Paul said the last time we had talked to him prior to the combine where positions you're really willing to spend are for pass rushers cornerbacks an offensive lineman, and there's going to be plenty of, of all three of those positions, particularly edge rushers, that they can address in free agency. And I wouldn't be surprised that first those first 24, 48 hours if they have a couple big signings done within that first wave of free agency. 
You think if, like, if you had to put your money on it right now, Courtney, are they moving back once? Are they moving back twice? What would you think? I think they're going to, the smart thing to do would be to play Houston and Indianapolis off each other because Mm -hmm. we know that, you know, what Jim Mersey said a couple weeks ago was, doing that exactly that was a calculated move to drive to try to drive the price up for houston uh when he was talking about you know we love that alabama kid and you know then posting a tweet of himself like having a relationship with the chicago bears for 60 years which is kind of weird but um i think what polls can do in terms of leverage there is you know work back i wouldn't go past four not if they are eyeing a a jalen carter or will anderson not wanting to miss out on either of them so I think you can play both of those teams off each other. The the more draft capital you get, maybe even a player in the mix, that would be ideal because it allows you to stay within your window where you can grab the player you want and be able to have future picks for this year and next year. Courtney, good stuff. And uh, enjoy the week down there. Hopefully we'll catch up again at the end of the week. But uh, lots happening. Bears seem to be in the driver's seat and everybody's talking about them. So I know you're busy, but we appreciate the time, all right? No, no problem. Thanks, guys. Take Thanks, care. Courtney. There's Courtney Cronin on the CarX uh, Tire and Auto Hotline. I don't know. Maybe I'm not thinking it through, but you tell me Carolina wants to come all the way up. You flop picks with Carolina. Now, you're missing out on Anderson. You're missing out on Carter. But if you tell me you could still pick in the top 10, get Brian Burns, whom you'd have to pay, but I'd be comfortable with that, and DJ Moore, who signed, uh, who well, signed you, a contract right. that's reasonable. You're getting both of them. Is that what you're telling me? Well, isn't that what Courtney just sort of hinted? If you get... Both players, she said. Or is it one or the other? One or the other. Okay, okay. Maybe I, I misunderstood. I'm like, both. oh my god, I'm doing that without even. You get ninety, you get into two players. You're taking on their salaries. There doubt. better be more there. It's not enough for the Bears. You're you doing think? them a favor. You're giving them cap relief. Also, you are. Doing I agree with Yurko. You need to get the first rounder next year too. Next year too. Yes. Boy, man. Especially if you're, you're moving giving, you're giving before them, the draft. Right. You're giving them their quarterback. You're giving them their quarterback. Right. That's what you're doing. It might be a bust. Could but be, but that's their you're problem. Giving them their it's not your problem. That's their problem. You're also getting a stud pass rusher entering his prime. Yes, you have to pay him, but they have plenty of money to spend. But they're in rebuild mode over there. You're getting a terrific wide receiver who's got a relatively reasonable contract, all things considered. Right? I mean, you know, yes. about twenty million a year. I mean, that's yes. kind of like the going rate, right? For a guy who, with a bad quarterback situation, still almost put up a thousand yard season with seven touchdowns who's been a productive player in this league with quarterback uncertainty and you're getting the nine. And then if you get the one, yeah, man, it's like, maybe that's all too good to be true. I don't know. Three, one, two, three, three, two, three, seven, seven, six. That's the phone number. Oh, we love this stuff. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that zoom meeting. Zoom, 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 zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN. One thousand. <laughs> Grab some Bears calls here at 312-332-ESPN. Don't forget to buy your ticket for the 25th anniversary celebration happening Friday, March 24th at House of Blues. You do have to be 21 to attend. Just go to LiveNation.com. Get your ticket today. Search ESPN 1000 or ESPN Chicago. You'll see the event pop up. And we hope to see you there. Yeah. Doors will open at 11. And shows will go all the way till 6. We're going to go on the air at noon with the MJH reunion. And Waddle and Sylvia will be up at 2. And just uh, an incredible plethora of guests that will be coming back. Would you say I have a plethora of guests? I think you do. More than one, Carm. See, El Guapo, you have a plethora. El El Guapo. El Guapo. Guapo. That was on recently. Yeah. 
It's a funny movie. It's so great. Yeah. Martin Short, them guys, a lot of so, funny guys there. That would be the three amigos. Yes. It's so dumb, it's hilarious. You shot the Invisible Swordsman. Uh, uh, infamous. Infamous. Yeah, more than famous. It's more, more than, than famous. famous. Yes. yes. Dusty Bottoms and yeah, Lucky well, this, uh, El Guapo must love us. It's just so great. Yeah. It's a funny movie. Oh, my God. Let's go to Mike and Byron on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mike. Good afternoon, fellas. Beautiful day that knocked the dust off the mower. Oh. And just get outside wow. and just uh, warm it up and get ready for the oil change and uh, remember, and all that. Good remember, thinking. though, we got to mulch first, guys. Got to mulch well, the dead winter grass. Oh, out yeah, of got to mulch first. Gotta you got all these leaves. Oh, and you got to mulch. You got to mulch. You know, mulch. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, my scenario for the Bears if they can get 2 and 12, trade down, and maybe give up a third or fourth round pick. Mm, oh, so give up. Yeah, that's what it would take. Give up a third or fourth yeah. then, for that 12. And I think Kuiper sort of hinted at that in his latest, Mike. You're right. You can't just expect to get those without then giving up something back to Houston. You're right about that. Exactly. And then trade down because they're going to be a frenzy with Indy and the Raiders and the Panthers for that fourth spot, that second spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they get 2-12, and 12, those three teams are going to be looking for a quarterback. And then trade two again or something like that. Mike, thanks. Houston's too much to give you 12. We've gone over this. Well, like Mike times. said, you'd have to give them a third, a second, a right. third round pick. Right, to take it out. Yeah. Yeah. Zetterman wants to know, why can't you just it. go back and find uh, you know another great defensive tackle, not Jalen Carter, the way the Rams found Aaron Donald? Yeah, I, you could do that. Great players are drafted um, all over the draft. Uh, but. Uh, except for the fact that Aaron Donald was the first defensive lineman taken. Was he? In that draft, he yeah. was the first, first interior defensive lineman taken in that draft. He was the first tackle. It was taken. him and Jernigan's. Remember, I told you how it went. Yeah, it was him, Jernigan's, Hageman from Minnesota, yep. and it was Phillips from Oklahoma, Oklahoma that was playing nose tackle and was out of position. Mm-hmm. But the first interior guy was Pittsburgh. There might have been a pass rushing linebacker or an edge guy taken before. No, you're right. But you're definitely right. not an interior guy. It was uh, Aaron Donald was the first one. The pass rusher. The first pass rusher yeah. was the edge, and it edge was the, and it was Clowney. He was the first player taken. Yeah, J- J- Jadavion. Then you had tackle, quarterback, right. wide receiver, linebacker, tackle, wide receiver, corner, linebacker, tight end, tackle, wide receiver. Then Aaron Donald. Would you say so? J- you were right. Yeah. First How- interior lineman, second pass rusher right. taken. Oh, and he wouldn't even. I mean, Aaron Donald could say he was three technique. This guy that's going to pay defensive line for you. I don't think anybody expected no. him to get twenty sacks in this. Nobody season. expected. And this. he's been a double digit guy pretty much his whole career. He's got a hundred sacks, doesn't yeah. he? Hundred sacks. One hundred and three career. Makes sacks. you a Hall of Famer. Yes, come on. One hundred and three sacks in how many games? Uh, One thirty-eight. Pretty good. It's ridiculous. Yeah, pretty good. He's as impactful as any defender of the last thirty years. Jadavian Clowney, uh, football career. Good, what do you think? Good career. Not probably you'll look back on it and say not it's not great. Not like first overall pick great, is it? But he had a run there where he was awfully good. Forty three sacks mm. in his career. Think about that. Twenty nine in Houston, eleven in Cleveland in two years, one in Seattle, three in Tennessee, zero. Here but like, he only had eight games in Tennessee. Like sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. He was healthy and he was really good. You got to give it to him. Like those three years, that three year run, he was an impactful player. Made the Pro Bowl every year. Not that that's the end all be all, but still had an uh, approximate value according to Pro Football Reference uh, in the double digits every year, which is always good. You get ten or above, that's good. He had fourteen, ten, and twelve. It's a good career. 
still trying to hang on maybe as a situational pass rusher or help a team. But like Early not. on in his career, he had some comparable players that were there. But at the end of the day, OCU Manura, Aaron Kapman, McGinnis, Cole, Akeem Hicks, Jason Pierre-Paul, Leonard Little, Dwight White, Pat Holmes. I mean, Ben Davidson, some old school guys there. Yeah. But Nothing that'll the make you go, The big misses in that draft, uh, remember, the, Greg Robinson was the second pick. That was a big miss. I, what did he even do? Nothing. Linebacker? Or what no, was it was he? a tackle. Tackle? That was a big miss. That Justin Gilbert, remember? Where did he, he come out of? Uh, Greg, Greg Robinson. Robinson was Auburn. Auburn. Uh, and then Justin Gilbert, huh. who I believe was OK State. Out of, out of Alabama, really. If you, yeah, that's, that's true. I can't be wrong Good there. Good yeah. Justin Gilbert, if I'm remembering correctly, was out of OK State, was a very highly touted defensive back that busted out. Um, no good? No. Those were kind of like the big misses. Otherwise, that draft was good. Khalil Mack was in that draft. Uh, Bortles stunk. But um, Jake Matthews was in that draft. Mike Evans was in that draft. Uh, Taylor Lewan, who's had a good career. Unfortunately, injuries maybe bringing that yeah, to he's an out. end. He's out in Tennessee now. Beckham was in that draft. Uh, David Beckham. Odell Beckham. Oh, Odell Beckham Jr. Zach yes. Martin was in that draft. Yeah, that's a nice draft. Brandon Cooks has had a good career. Kyle mm-hmm. Fuller's had a nice career. Not great, but has had a nice career. C.J. Mosley. Like, that was a good first round. Yeah. Always some misses, though. Solid first round, but your second pick is a miss. That's a problem. Let's go to uh, let's go to Lionel in Evanston. What's up, Lionel? Okay, good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing? Great, man. Good. I got a question for you guys. Since we're not going to pay Montgomery, or it's looking like we're not going to pay Montgomery that money, what do you think about uh, go, uh, going after Alexander Madsen and Dearness Johnson? Alexander Madsen from Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. and Dearness Johnson from Cleveland. Yeah. Now, both of these gentlemen, I believe, are unrestricted free agents, and both of them are 24 years old. Oh, we got oh, we got too much uh, background yeah, noise. No, there listen, for, we hey, got your question, though, Lionel. Hey, I don't mind. It just depends what kind of value you're going to get. Five million dollars? Yeah, done, done, done. Bring him in. Five million? Anything more than that? And I don't want it. I, either, I, no, either. I got Herbert. I got Herbert. Why? Why you would I need anybody you'll else? You'll draft another one. Never know. I, I it just it, my running backs got to be able to catch the ball too. Yep. I want guys, when I put them in, they can play first, second, and third down, they get a series. It's eight yep. plays, you get all eight plays. Then if I want to go away from you, I want to go to another running back, I want him to be able to do everything. He's got to be able to catch the ball, he's got to be able to block. I want it all. If, you, if you're telling me you're going to spend money on that position, which, again, you, you know Yurko and I stands. If you're in the 5 to $8 million range, okay, like we get it. But anything more than that, pass. Khalil Herbert, draft another guy, and just keep cycling them through. Three one two three three two. ESPN is the number. Jesse Rogers in about 35. Say Suzuki's going to be on the shelf for a while. We'll play more Ryan Pulse sound from the Combine. And Brian Gutenkunst. Am I saying it right? I always yes. feel like it's a dirty word. Yeah, his uh, dad coached uh, over at uh, University of Minnesota for a long time. He's talking about uh, the still very nebulous and uncertain future of one Aaron Rodgers. We'll play some of that sound for you coming up. We're back in two.